Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on the 30th of May 2011. I always advise newcomers to look into CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com and help yourself to the audios which are there for free download. There's hundreds to choose from and hopefully you'll get an idea of the big system, the superstructure that overlays this governmental system and runs the governments across the whole planet. I try and show you how it was set up the organizations behind it, the parallel governments that funds it all, and where they're going with all of this and why they're going this direction. It's a very old plan. It's well documented, and we're certainly going through the biggest changes for a long, long time, even even since Industrial Revolution, according to, to some of the big players themselves. And it's to really uh, cause the world to go into an upheaval of a sort, and uh, that's what we're going through today with mass immigration across the world, people leaving first world countries because they're going down to third world, trying to look for work, all that stuff. All the stuff that Jack Satali talked about in his books, the UN player, uh, we're going through today. And you've still got third world countries rushing into the first world thinking the streets are paved with gold. So I try and show you why this is all happening, what the idea is behind it, that across the, the destruction of pre-existing cultures is all part of it too, because they're bringing in a, a new world order, a brave new world, where scientists and professionals and sociologists run the whole show. So help yourself to the audios. Remember, too, you're an audience to bring me to you so you could help me keep going by buying the books and the discs that I have for sale at CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. From the U.S. to Canada, remember, you can use a personal check or an international postal money order. You can also send cash or you can use PayPal. You'll see it all on the comm site. Uh, if you want to use PayPal, use a donation button, follow it with an email, name, address, and order, and I'll get it out to you. Across the world, your Western Union, MoneyGram, and PayPal again to order. And remember, straight donations are also welcome because, uh, as we all know, we're going through into this idea called austerity, which really means poverty, and uh, we'll all get taught to live in a much more humbler way where all your disposable income goes to pay fees and taxes and that kind of stuff. That's what they really mean by it. That was all part of their agenda. And you've got to admire the sequencing of it all as you're taught to go through one cultural change and be consumers and get all the women working out there to double the tax base and to not walk families too. But that was the whole idea. Material goods will overtake the need to have a, ch- a child. That's happened. Now that they've destroyed that old culture and you'll never go back to it, now they take away disposable incomes. And so you're left with dysfunctional systems where no one can meet with anybody for any length of time. And you have no money to spend on all the goodies, all the free, all the little things that you should spend with disposable incomes. It's going off to pay for basic essentials. Very clever plan, and they're not finished yet. So I try and document this for you and show you where it's going, why it's going this way, and that nothing on any grand scale happens by chance. Nothing at all. FDR said the same thing. If it happens in politics, it was meant to be that way. And, of course, he's one of his mentors, 
who was a mentor to a few presidents, in fact, Mandel House, uh, also said the same thing. Whatever happens in government, to give to the public a good story, and, and then there's the real story, the real story you never get because it's always a chessboard uh, game being played, and the public are never really told about it. If you just take geopolitics and put it on the home front, the home level, then you get the idea of how it's managed. Uh, geopolitics uses the world like a chessboard, and sometimes the effects of their big strategy games won't be seen for another 40 years down the road after taking one country down, the effects it has on surrounding neighbours, and so on. Same at home. Brave new world, new world order, and we're deep into it now under the guise of terrorism. Back with more after this break. Hi folks, we're back, cutting through the matrix, and over this weekend I've had quite a few emails from people talking about the chem trailing that's going on. It's been going on steadily now, uh, daily basically, since 1998, and uh, long before that, of course, we're doing multiple testing in the US and Britain especially, which has been documented uh, with other uh, videos and so on. But um, there's a chem trail rally in England, on in June, I'll put the link up for that, and there's a video to go with it to show you. They're going to have it at the same time as the Air Force has its annual big to-do, uh, its big display for the general public. So maybe some people will turn up and ask the right questions. Not they're going to get any answers because they cannot tell you any truth at the top, and even your governments uh, are forbidden to speak about it. Cops are forget, forbidden, by the way, to speak about it too. If you ask them about it, they're told to turn around and walk away. So it's one of these big things that are going on. They know the detrimental effects it's having on the general public and um, bronchial problems especially that simply are persistent. And no doubt it's taking a death toll on young and elderly and those with bronchial problems to begin with. Uh, and we also know that they also use harp along with this stuff and it's for weather modification and manipulation of populations for technotronic warfare, which they've admitted to, it's well documented now, even at the treaties have signed at the United Nations. If you look up weather warfare treaties, there's a whole series of them that are always being added to at the United Nations. They admit they can cause earthquakes, droughts, famines, or floods, and a whole bunch of disorders. They can create tornadoes, guide them even to their target. And they even say that uh, it makes the atom, atom bomb obsolete. Anyway, that's the wonderful world of Disney we, we're living through, and it's done through secrecy, secrecy silence, and, of course, uh, defaming those who come out with any, any news about it. Oh, they're crazy, they're nutcases, they're conspiracy theorists, and that's the general way it's always been done. Uh, people at the time during the 60s and 70s who were talking about the spraying over parts of England and Scotland uh, it's taking them all this time to declassify information and the major mainstream have taken, shown you some of the video clips from it now. One did a documentary, it's on my site at cuttingthroughmedia.com in the archive section, where they were going around town spraying from a van for months and months, uh, cadmium and various other uh, substances, highly carcinogenic by the way, and spraying it from the air on top of the public too, and also releasing it off of ships off the coast and allowing the stuff to get blown across air at different areas. So 
It takes 50 years generally before they start telling you, releasing it from uh, classified information. By that time, the present generation don't care about it. They think they're somehow, somehow will progress from then. They're not like that now. They're, they're more open and honest now. That's really how we think. And that's why they get away with it. So we've got to really stop this one in the bud because it's affecting too many people. It's affecting agriculture. It's making the soil very alkaline. It's inter- interesting too, aluminum particles that are in the spray along with barium and others, uh, metal par- particles, um, are causing the soil to change its pH value. And interestingly enough too, Monsanto did come up with GM crops last year that were uh, resistant to the aluminum. So they know what they're doing. Uh, they know darn well what they're doing. And, uh, of course, it doesn't matter about us. We're just a generation that must go through it, as Rockefeller said in a speech. He says, well, you can't make an omelette without breaking eggs. And uh, that's what he's talking about, this whole new world order, depopulation. All of that comes in, into this terrible nightmare that we're living through right now. This planned nightmare, everything in its plan, with planned bank crashes and planned austerity, everything's planned in advance. Remember, the whole idea that the United Nations with the first world countries would pay and pay and pay for third world countries to come up to a certain standard as the first world went down. And, of course, we know, too, that the money doesn't get to the third world. It goes into the international corporations. They set up branches off in the third world. So I'll put that one up. And also I'll put up another one tonight, too, uh, on YouTube. And it's an, an affiliated television station with NBC. KMIR is called, and you'll see a good report on chemtrail geoengineering there. The only dissenting voice in it that poo-poos it is a, a professor from uh, Carnegie Institute, again, these foundations who know what they're up to, who talks about, yeah, we're going to geoengineer in the future, possibly, but we're not doing it now, that's absurd. But the, all the rest of the witnesses here uh, know what they're talking about, so I'll put that link up as well. Another one I'll put up tonight is... Great, interesting too. It's um, from John Whitehead, who I think is the head of the Rutherford Institute, who has come out now and on behalf of the Institute of saying that the U.S. is now a police state, which of course we all darn well know. But it's good that uh, other big organizations are coming out and saying so. It says, what stands between us and the, the authoritarian state is a constitution, says Rutherford Institute President John Whitehead. Whitehead. Unfortunately, Whitehead says the government is bypassing the Constitution, particularly the Fourth Amendment, uh, thanks to the Patriot Act, as activists are arrested and fear spreads across America. Whitehead says we are watching the U.S. transform into a police state in front of our very eyes. And at least bigger organizations are coming out now and stating the obvious, and that's some kind of progress, I suppose. Because we, we have to really... Uh, keep at these beggars at the top. You understand, there's no such thing as democracy. I came to that conclusion very early on in my life. And once I got into the books of the big system that runs politics, politicians and governments, I, uh, it didn't take long to, to catch on to how they handle the public, how they, they used to give you what we call lip service. They were much more uh, humorous to the public, you know, laughing down at us, but we kind of took it in good nature. But now that we're under an authoritarian system, and that's exactly what the Club of Rome said. Democracy was too cumbersome, slow. They could not get across their agendas. Uh, there was too many conflicting parties. They had to humor the public. 
Uh, now, now we're going in, we're going to have to go into an authoritarian society where you'd simply obey the orders that came down from government. And that is what you've been getting trained to do since 9-11 happened. That was the purpose of 9-11 across the entire planet. You simply obey. And they don't bother humoring you now. We watch the, the extravagances of them blowing the budget, that your, your purse, your tax money across the planet and their big dues and handing big cash grants out to subsidiaries across the world and third world countries of your money as they tax more and more from you. And we watch destruction of national health care systems going down the tubes. At the same time, this is all part of it. You see, the peasant of one country is no higher or better than the peasant of another. Actually, I should amend that and say that the Chinese peasant is more important to them right now than the rest of the peasants across the world because they're more productive since they're the only ones allowed to have industry uh, at very cheap rates. And no one can compete with that anywhere. Now, another YouTube one is... uh, to do with the tornadoes going through the U.S. What's happened there is that very much like we saw in New Orleans when the big authorities came in with FEMA and specialists, very, a lot of secrecy happened at the time. You didn't know what they were doing with bodies and so on. Found out later, of course, they were taking them into these already made-up, professional They'd built, professionally built uh, long tractor trailers and there were mass uh, um, cremations of them going on. However, we find out that these present ones that are happening in the States there that it's all top secret as to what happened to the bodies. And their parents can't find their children. And, they're not, and when the police have found them, they're not t- allowed to tell them what morgues they have them in. It's a big, big secret, which makes me all the more suspicious. It's a stuff of conspiracy theory because... You see, if they were using harp technologies and various other, maybe chemical spraying combined, who knows, uh, they would want to autopsy the victims to see what molecular changes had happened in their systems and stuff like that. Obviously, why else would they keep it secret from parents? So there's a, a YouTube up, and it's from, uh, I think it's from uh, CNN, and you hear these reporters being turned back by the police and threatened by them too, uh, told to get their camera off and put the camera in the back, and it tells you you're in a police state when the, the, the usual favorable boys, the ones who get special favors shown, are being treated uh, just like anybody else. So it says, don't come back. The police threaten CNN journalists looking for a secret morgue. I'll put that one up as well. What a nice start to the, to the evening. It would be nice to live in a real world where everything was all real and nice and stuff, and you could talk about pleasant things. Your whole life would be different. You wouldn't have ulcers, and you wouldn't be worrying so much. And here we are all in fear of governments. There's something vastly, vastly, vastly wrong, and it's got to be nipped in the bud because these characters, once they get on a roll, it doesn't matter if it's a, if it's a street-level cop bully, it doesn't matter if it's him or the bullies up in government who are on a roll or all those appointed within the agencies of governments uh, and they want to. These guys cannot stop. Once they're on a roll, they cannot stop and they have to be stopped. They have to be stopped. That's a lesson of history. Hell and horror come down the road if they're not stopped. I hope you all understand that. I hope you do really understand that, what I'm saying here. Now, 
We've talked so many times about fluoride in the drinking water supplies and how Germany wasn't one of the first ones to use it. The Soviet Union were dumping it in all the countries they took over very, very quickly after the Bolshevik Revolution because they'd always known that fluoride dulls the brain. It makes me more placid and malleable. That's why they wanted it in in the water. We also know, too, that they're pretending to call it a, a, a medication. Well, they're dumping it in the water supplies as a medication without your permission. You're supposed to get permission to give someone medicine of any kind. But no, they don't care about that because, as I say, it's a must-be. They're even talking about dumping lithium in, too, when they noticed that people in certain areas of Japan were so placid because they had a high lithium content in their natural water drinking supply. But anyway... This one's over fluoride plans because they plan to go ahead and dump all the countries that, that hadn't got the stuff into the local supplies in the UK. Back with more after this break. Hi folks, we're back and we're cutting through the matrix and we're talking about fluoride, the stuff that's been dumped into water supplies for about 110 years in some places. But it says here, it's interesting how it starts off, uh, health risks of added fluoride are not clear. Oh really, yeah. Anyway, politicians, they call ministers here, have triggered a major health row by unveiling plans to allow fluoride to be added to all drinking water in England and Wales. Water companies will be forced to add fluoride if local authorities order it despite controversy over the long-term effects on health, the government confirmed. The authorities will have to demonstrate that the local populations broadly support such a move, which is designed to reduce dental decay. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> It'd be interesting, too, uh, how they, they do a massive PR blitz over television to tell the, the people who are not in the know about anything how good it is for them, because that will be done. But campaigners say they feared fluoridation, which will be given the green light in many parts of the country after minimal public consultation. The public, the policy will infuriate environmentalists and consumer groups. Some believe the fluoridation has links to cancer, Down syndrome, infant mortality, and bone damage, where the bone damage has certainly been proven. Up to half of those drinking fluoridated water also suffer dental fluorosis, a mottling of the teeth thought to be caused by its effects. Well, it actually sets itself down in there and makes your teeth brittle, by the way. It does the same in your bones. However, studies have shown conclusively that fluoride, similar to an ingredient in many toothpaste, cuts the amount of tooth decay in children by strengthening the enamel growing in teeth. Well, that's not been proven at all. Anyway, this is about, at the moment, one in ten people in Britain drink fluoridated water, with some water companies adding it and others refusing to. Amendments to the water bill will shift responsibility for deciding to treat water away from the companies to regional strategic health authorities. I wonder if we also dump in it. Campaigners say they'll be much more likely to agree to add fluoride. Public Health Minister Melanie Johnson told members of Parliament the schemes would go ahead only after wide-ranging consultations. Huh? And the majority of the population have indicated that they are in favour. This is without doing a poll. Uh, they know in advance because pretty well their PR blitz will make it happen that way. It's just the way it goes, isn't it? And then there's one, again, from the Sovereign Independent on uh, the same uh, article. It says, will we, will we allow the authorities to medicate us against their will? The fight against fluoride starts here. An open letter to Caroline Lucas, head of the British Green Party. 
And it says, I'm writing to express my disgust at Daily Mail article in this morning's Gutter Press, which tells us that the fluoridation of England and Wales' public water supply is imminent by government authority. I, do not, I did not and never would give any government authority to poison my water using drugs under the guise of dental care. This is a completely bogus argument with numerous studies going back decades indicating that fluoride in water and toothpaste are responsible for cancer and other bone problems. And it's quite a lengthy article, so I'll let you look at it yourself. I'll put all these links up. Remember it, cutting through the matrix.com at the end of the broadcast. But it is, it's just astonishing as they, they never give up, do they? And I've always said that whenever they, you think they're giving up, no, they're going around it again. They'll come back once again to get their, their plans in place and working. And that's what we're up against. Also in Europe, it's interesting now that they've got Europe combined completely and they've actually caught the, they've made a mush of all the different cultures as, as they all compete for work and dominance and so on. Uh, now they're going to do away with immigration agencies, the national ones, and have one for the whole of Europe. European-wide immigration agency could take control of British borders. It says, uh, non, it says um, an EU immigration agency could one day be established to police our borders, putting an end to the UK border agency. Proposals that an EU border guard system should be adopted and its budget increased so it can buy planes, boats, and other equipments needed to, to, to police Europe's frontiers. It would mean officers from the UK border agency could be deployed anywhere in Europe, and the agency could set up immigration operations in Britain without the government say so. Led by Maltese MEP Dr. Simon Busetil, the, gov- the proposal suggests EU member states should contribute officers to a pool of border guards, police guards, and through a solidarity clause, taking a proportion of all the refugees arriving in the EU. Members of the European Parliament and the European Parliament's Home Affairs Committee approved a report into the existing border agency Frontex by 43 votes to 7. But Britain is not signed on to Frontex based in Warsaw, which currently relies on member states for resources when carrying out operations. It says immigration has hit the headlines in recent weeks as thousands of refugees from North Africa flee uprisings in the Arab world. Well, they knew this would happen before they went to bomb them. Anybody with common sense would try to get out, right? According to the Daily Express, the report calls for analysis of the need for further development of the EU border guard system and for the agency to employ independent guards acting under its instructions. So it's just another army they're building of guards that will police the whole of Europe. And remember, one day, this is the plan, is that there'll be no history in history books at all of uh, an England, a Scotland, an Ireland, or Wales, or a, a, great, a greater France, or Spain, or whatever. That will be taught one day. It'll be simple little regions and postal codes. And that, that is on the cards. John Dewey talked about that. And look it up for yourself if you don't believe it. What's also interesting, too, is that there's a congressman from the U.S. who's come out. I'm not, I'm not really sure if he's really telling you the whole truth, or he's been politically correct and saving his job, but he's giving you a warning. He says those who can should move their families out of the city. And it says there are a whole host of events uh, that can bring the world as we know it today to its knees, from a hyperinflationary economic collapse to an electromagnetic pulse originating from the sun or nuclear weapon. There exists a real and present danger that our system may in the near future experience unrecoverable shocks to the power grid and clean water infrastructure, a halt to just-in-time agricultural transportation systems, and a collapse of the currency exchange mechanisms that make the economy function. And I'll read some more of this when I come back from this break. 
You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Hi, folks. We're back, cutting through the matrix and talking about U.S. Representative Roscoe Barlett, who's a Republic from, Republican from Maryland. He says he lived through the Great Depression, so he'd seen how bad things can get. In a new documentary, Mr. Barlett and others discuss the dangers posed to those living in cities and ways that your family can survive the worst word ever to happen. He says we could have events in the future where the power grid will go down and it's not an unreasonable time coming back up. For instance, if when the power grid went down, some of our large transformers were destroyed, damaged beyond use, we, we don't make any of those in this country. I would add any more. <laughs> you see, they've made the, they're now made overseas, and you can order one, and 18 months to two years later, they will deliver it. Our power grid is very vulnerable. It's very much on ed. Our military knows that. So that's probably why the military will blow it up one day. There are a number of events that could create a situation in the cities where civil unrest would be very highly probab- uh, probable. And I think that those who can and those who understand need to take advantage of the opportunity when these winds of strife are not blowing to move their families out of the city. And I've been saying that for years because it's coming down. And it will be chaos. The city is utterly dependent for everything coming in to make it survive. Food, everything, water, everything comes into the city. And when the money stops, everything stops. And when the supply stops, it all stops. And then unrest starts too. So it will, it would not a nice very, not a very nice place to, to be in when all this goes down the tubes. And What's interesting, too, about the, all these chemtrails that are going around, these geoengineering chemtrails and all the other effects it has on the general public, uh, this article here, of course, is supposed to link to a guy who's crazy. They say, of course, they, you know, them at the top, them, they, the guys who say who's crazy, who isn't. Mahmoud uh, Ahmadinejad says Europe is stealing Iran's reign. So he says, it's accused Western countries of plotting to cause drought in Iran by using high-tech equipment to drain the clouds of raindrops. Sounds very high, high science fiction-y, but it's not at all, because I've been talking about this for years from their own documentation on weather warfare, and they certainly can do it. They have used it in the past. They've used it within the United States and Canada, and that they caused uh, for a few years, say that the breadbasket of Canada, out west to be have droughts for a few years and then flooding. In the States and Canada at the same time, both the breadbaskets areas were hit terribly and then they were flooded afterwards. So we've seen amazing things happening in the weather. It's nothing to do with global warming or, or instability in the, the, the basically the weather formation. It's to do with manipulation of it. And we're living through it, as I say, and not one politician will dare break the silence and, and say, or even ask the right question. You understand, politicians are on the way up the ladder. And how you get up the ladder, it's like Freemasonry. You never ask questions. You obey orders. And when you're told to do something, you're never allowed to, if you're wise, never allowed to ask the whys of it. You put your own moral judgments to the side, and you do what you're told. And that's how you get ahead in the world. And politicians are awfully good at knowing not what, what not to ask. That's how they get ahead. So the enemy's president from Iran speaks to the United Nations. Britain walks out of Iran's uh, uh, anti-Semitic speech. I'll just bring up the anti-Semitic speech at the UN. But anyway, he says that European countries are using special equipment to force clouds to dump Iran's water on their own continent. And uh, 
Moments after the reigning president made a startling claim that the inauguration of a dam in a central province has started to rain. Western countries have designed plans to cause drought in certain areas of the world, including Moran. Mr. Madinijad said in the city of Iraq in Marcazi province. According to reports on climate, whose accuracy has been verified, European countries are using special equipment to force clouds to dump their water on their continent, he said. And there's no doubt about it. We've had amazing weather with rain, 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 rain. Same a couple of years ago. I think it rained every darn day and all through summer. By doing so, he says, they prevent rain clouds from reaching regional countries, including Iran. And uh, it says Iran has experienced several droughts in recent years. And that is true. They can either make rain or dispel rain clouds. I've actually sat and watched it uh, a few years ago where they started doing this heavily with the spring. Then you'd see the big thund- thunder clouds roll in there. And you always knew these are definitely thunder clouds. And you knew the routine. You got everything inside and you got inside very quickly. And then you'd, you'd wait an hour and it passed. Nothing happened. And you'd walk out and all these black clouds, really black clouds, had just disappeared. And high above where they were, these are all the remnants of the chem spraying uh, still lingering around all over the skies. So they've been at this for years, as I say. So this is not sci-fi at all. It's a war. It was built for warfare purposes. And this other article here, uh, to show you the corruption at the top and the payoffs and the lobbyists and all the rest of it, it says um, McDonald's and other food companies, you know, the healthy food companies like McDonald's, will help write policy on obesity and diet-related diseases. The Department of Health, this is in the UK, is putting the fast food companies McDonald's and Kentucky Fried Chicken and processed food and drink manufacturers such as PepsiCo, uh, Kellogg's, Unilever, Mars and Diego at the the hearts of uh, writing government policy on obesity, alcohol and diet-related disease, the Guardian has learned. In an overhaul of public health, said by the campaign groups to be the equivalent of handling smoking policy over the tobacco industry, Health Secretary Andrew Lasky has set up five responsibility deal networks with businesses, co-chaired by ministers to come up with policies. Some of these are expected to be used in the public health white paper due in the next month. So McDonald's is right near white paper on how to be healthy. The groups are dominated by food and alcohol industry members who've been invited to suggest measures to tackle public health crisis. Working alongside them are public interest, health and consumer groups, including which Cancer Research UK and the facility or faculty of public health. The Alcohol Responsibility Deal Network is chaired by the head of the lobby group, the Wine and Spirit Trade Association. That makes sense, doesn't it? The Food Network to tackle diet and health problems includes processed food manufacturers, fast food companies, and Compass, the catering company, famously pilloried by Jamie Oliver for its school menus of turkey twizzlers. Uh, the Food Deals subgroup in ca- calories is chaired by PepsiCo, owner of Walker's Crisps. The leading supermarkets are equally strong presence, while the Responsibility Deals Physical Activity Group is chaired by the Fitness Industry Association, which is a lobby group for private gyms and personal trainers. Uh, it's just astonishing what we're living through, isn't it? It's, it's like some kind of weird LSD trip, and uh, the only thing is it's real, and you're, you, you just can't switch it off because it goes on and on and on. But that's what you're living through today um, when the fox is in charge of the hen house. Astonishing, really, isn't it? Astonishing. Now, another thing, too, to look out for here, because Australia, I think, was the first country to bring in legislation 
to blacklist certain sites so that you couldn't see them. And they even blacklisted Christian sites that were anti-abortion in this age of free speech. It's, it, some are more equal than others in this age of utopia, as Orwell said. Isn't, it, isn't that true? You know, it depends if you're PC and you're, and you're, and you're yelling and demanding the right what you're, that was PC today. But if you're against it, you're, you're simply uh, getting blacklisted in a free, a free society. It says, uh, tell Congress to kill COICA to uh, the Internet censorship bill. Uh, it says, we don't always see eye to eye with Google, but we're on the same team this time. Google CEO Eric Schmidt just came out swinging against Protect IP, saying, I would be very, very careful if I were a government about arbitrarily uh, implementing simple solutions to complex problems. And then he went even further from the LA Times. If there is a law that requires DNSs to do X, and it's passed by both houses of Congress and signed by the President of the United States, and we disagree with them, then we would still fight it, he said, according to the report. If it's a request, the answer is we wouldn't do it. If it's a discussion, we wouldn't do it. Big content is irate. The Motion Picture Association of America released a statement saying, we've heard this, but the law doesn't apply to me argument before, but usually it comes from content thieves, not a Fortune 500 company. Google should know better. It says, we knew, we knew that members of Congress and their business allies were gearing up to pass a revised internet blacklist bill, which more than, uh, which more than 325,000 demand progress members were helped block last winter. But we never expected it to be this atrocious. Last year's bill has been renamed the Protect IP, and it's far worse than its predecessor. A summary of it is posted below. Again, Orwellian is it? Protect IP. The national fact is to, is to block certain people. Senators Leahy and Hatch pretended to waive free speech concerns as they revised the bill. Instead, the new legislation would institute a China-like censorship regime in the United States, whereby the Department of Justice could force search engines, browsers, and service providers to block users' access to websites and scrub the American Internet clean of any trace of their existence. That's what they did in China. And there actually, there's, there's actually been, it's already been happening here because there's some sites I can't get into, uh, that I used to get into. And they're all protest sites. Furthermore, it w- wouldn't just be the Attorney General who could add sites to the blacklist, but the new bill would allow any copyright holder to get sites blacklisted, sure to result in an explosion of dubious and confused orders. So they're asking you to urge Congress to oppose the Protect IP. Just add your name at the right, and I'll put this link up tonight as well, and you can have a look at it for yourselves. And... Um, I think is John from Canada still on the line? If John's there. Hey, Alan, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you're saying uh, the uh, the board mind mentality out there, or the zombies, or whatever, they've been trained somehow to uh, never ask the reasons why and just simply obey, while these tyrants of evil walk all over ourselves uh, because we're lo- well, because apparently we're lost. But I wanted to further validate that. Uh, by look, uh, looking at it in context to uh, television programming, in, in specifics, uh, the UFC, you know, they have the, um, they just had their big match there. Brian Stan, uh, uh, Patriot hero, uh, is looking for a title shot now, and he just might get it. But on their other program on uh, Spike, either last week or the week before, he was the guest. Brian Stan was, and he came on there to to tell the uh, kids. That it's so you're the greatest fighter in the world when you're in the army. These guys are trained better than any of you guys. These are the top top fighters. You guys run a second close, or a second a close second 
but these are the greatest fighters in the world. And they all cheered, and, and they were talking about signing up. Everybody wants to sign up for the military. Because yep. Brian Stan automatically, without question, you will obey. He is a hero because mm -hmm. he signed up for the military. Now, they're not going to include the third world military dictatorship uh, resumes or uh, those from Aegis that randomly gun down defenseless innocent families or uh, torture, uh, or torture uh, the innocent sexually uh, to death in some cases. They don't mention any of that, and he's not, a, he's not in a position, stance, to define what's good or bad. So they blindly accept that that's what the moral warrior does. He does not ask questions. He does not fight for a just cause in our world. Yeah. And they're hammering this. This was on their show. It's hammered because the Pentagon, of course, is one of their principal sponsors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're always the best you can be without thinking for yourself. And don't form a conclusion either. You're not allowed to. You're a terrorist if you do that. Mm -hmm. so it is a form of control through fear because these kids, you know, if you can imagine how you, uh, you know, we were all we we're all kids one at one time. And to me, when I hear them speak, well, incidentally, the episode he's in, uh, one of the kids uh, says uh, he comes up to a guy in the kitchen and says to him, "I want to knock your face off your head." You know why? Because when you get up in the morning, you make that stupid sound. I can't. I just. I, he's talking, and he hasn't even. There isn't even a scheduled fight between the two performers. He's just saying he so much hopes he gets to fight this guy and knock his head off because he makes the sound in the morning. Yep. And he never comes to the guy and says, "Hey, you know you make you know you know you make that sound in the morning." Oh, it kind of annoys me, brother. Can you just stop doing it because it just it just gets on my nerves. I don't know why. Please, I'll do you a favor. You know, he, there's no. It's just war. I'm going to kill you for this. You know. And so if you stood in a room with all those guys in the UFC and you go, "Look, we have Lance Corporal Boudreaux. He, you know." He admits publicly to raping children, or raping one specific girl in this family, and then murdering the father. Yep. And he's not arrested. And we have photographs of him, and he's written this down and bragged it as much to say, you can't touch him. He's in the military. Yep. Any UFC fighter that would support his escape is an enemy to me. And if he's the UFC champion fighter, I... I Maybe. It's, I'm really pushing limits here. But I'm saying I could almost find a 12-year-old that would rip them limb from limb because this energy is ours. We live in a, a universe of infinite potentials, and the universe knows who's, who, who's depriving others uh, a right to live free and exist. Right? These soldiers are blindly obeying criminal orders to randomly kidnap everybody. you, you got to understand, too, they have raised a generation for this very time. This has been the most deculturalized generation, given the most primitive uh, education, the most gross movies uh, and, and video games of slaughter, win, slaughter, win, slaughter, win, for this present time. This didn't happen by chance. You don't give military training videos to children uh, with nice little sounding names because mommy will buy them for them. You don't go overboard. And they, they admit the military created all these video games for this purpose. And they're, they're now let loose on the general public uh, because this is how, as I'm talking about, how everything is planned way in advance, in including that. What kind of generation do we need? Well, we don't want hippies for, the, for, for conquering the, the world and, and slaughtering their own people. We've got to get real bully types here who don't think. They just kill 
And um, I have to say it, this is what they have reared. Great psychology has gone into this, and they've overcome uh, their, their tendency not to shoot at people by these, these military training videos have given them, so that they'll kill on command. And whenever they see the figure that happens to be you, they'll kill you as well when told. And this, was all, this is all deliberate for the big society, for, for this authoritarian system we're now being, uh, we're, we're trained, we're completely trained that we're into. And uh, uh, th- this, is, this is what's happening. So there's no point talking to them. You understand they're totally contaminated with their indoctrination, and they have been since childhood for this. Yeah, we can reach them. I mean, uh, Penn and Teller have an episode called uh, BS, but spelled out fully. Uh, and they, they had an episode on martial arts, and they said it was BS. And their primary argument there was the first thing you want to do is avoid a conflict. And nobody teaches that in any of these schools. Mm-hmm. In fact, the Magna Gra or whatever the hell that Israeli Nazi force, it's just, if some guy uh, hits your lapel, well, here's the death uh, move, and you're going to kill this man. And all the moves are to kill the person no matter what. There's no restraining a person. There's no questions about anything. Like, you can see these videos. The guy comes up to you in a bar, and he touches your thigh. Well, you got to kill him in the mm-hmm. bar. You know, they're That's training right. Well, it's in all the movies too. You see, you see it in every movie that's churned out there for the young. They lap them up, they swallow them one after another, and again, they're they're carefully crafted. The Pentagon's involved with most of them, and for 25 years now, and every even TV movies and cops movies, uh, the good guys are always pulling guns out uh, and putting them two inches from somebody's head in every series, just one after another. So it's quite normal, <laughs> and uh, this is training them. This is what you do. And if a guy mouths off to you, just shoot him now. Just, just, just kill him. You know, he's a bad guy. He, he, yeah. There is power, though, what I talked about just prior, that if you just imagine a room of all the UFC fighters with me, I'll take any one of them in a fight to the death myself personally if they support the escape of these war criminals of gang-raped American women. You're yeah. a scumbag to say that everybody who wars for that cause is, is heroic. They're under mind control, or they're like asleep is what they are. To me, they're like dreaming in a bad... Well, are, if you get lots of mind control, you're never truly conscious. That's a fact. You are living in a, in a hypnotic state, and mind you, computers help you to do that too. Back with more after this break. Hi, folks. I'm back, and we're cutting through the matrix, and I just want to mention this, this article here. I remember a few years ago, the BBC put a documentary where they showed people actually buying aborted fetuses outside the abortion factories over there. And uh, you'd buy them cheap and you'd put them in soup and even showed you how to make them and everything else. And that's what happens when you devalue life and it's the only way it can go once it starts. Well, this article here mentions some of these big companies that are now making sure that you're eating well and uh, what food you'd be serving in school and healthy dieting. Pro-life groups calls for Pepsi boycott over aborted fetal cell lines. They own the cell lines, you see. So scores of pro-life groups are calling for a public boycott of food giant PepsiCo due to its partnership with Sinomix, a biotech company that uses aborted fetal cells in the research and development of, guess what, for you lot? Artificial flavor enhancers. Isn't that nice? There's always cash to be made in everything, eh? Everything. Yeah. 
Lifeset News previously reported in Cinemix's partnership with major food companies, most notably with PepsiCo, Kraft Foods and Nestle. Pro-life watchdog group Children of God for Life is now joined by major pro-life organisations calling upon the public to target PepsiCo in a boycott. I think the public's too far gone. They'll probably like the stuff. Pepsi is funding research and development and paying royalties to Cinemix, Cinemix, which uses the HEK293 human embryonic kidney cells to produce flavor enhancer for Pepsi beverages. Using isolated human taste receptors, we created uh, proprietary taste receptor-based assay systems that provide a biochemical or electronic readout when a flavor ingredient interacts with the receptor, says Cinemix website. What they don't tell the public is they're using HEK293, human embryonic kidney cells taken from an electively aborted baby to produce those receptors, says Debbie Vinage, uh, president for CGL, the watchdog group that's been monitoring the use of aborted fetal material in medical products and cosmetics for years. The aborted fetal cells are not in the product itself, however. There are many options PepsiCo could be using instead of aborted fetal cells, noted Vinage. Revelation about Cinemix's research techniques motivated Campbell's soup to sever all relations to Cinemix. However, PepsiCo continues their business relationship despite the abortion connection. They drew public ire earlier this year when they responded saying, Our collaboration with Cinemix is strictly limited to creating lower calorie great testing beverages for consumers. Probably add to it, it makes you feel younger. When pressed further, PepsiCo sent out a form letter response saying they'd been accused of conducting aborted fetal tissue research. Anyway, that's the world you're living in, and uh, horror can only get worse once you... There are certain rules in life, natural laws, and once you break them, no matter what, whatever big multi-million dollar campaign is, is, is given to certain groups to get their way, there's always a buck to be made and all the fallout, including children or babies or fetuses, if you want to call them that. It's nice to dehumanize something that really technically should become one of you. But uh, that's how you're trained and taught and makes you, makes you younger. Slap it on your skin, drink it, and you'll just love it, won't you? Just love it. And also to say that Germany is following Switzerland, that I mentioned last week, and they plan to close down most of their nuclear reactors by 2022. And no one's asked how they're going to get that. But you can understand this austerity, rolling blackouts coming, that they said years before would happen uh, as we go along this agenda. Because they want, they knew all this was coming. They knew all was coming. All of you won't get electricity. And you were living in rubble as you go down inside the major cities up to the year 2050. From Hamish, myself, from Ontario, Canada, it's good night to me, your God, or your God's go with you. <laughs>